Right. Uh, welcome back. Uh, title of this podcast is politics. Actually, I call it politics. Oh, I just call it politics. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny that you do that, though. But uh, you know, I just use real words that we find in the dictionary. I don't, you know, make up <laughs> words to, you know, uh, you know. I don't know. Make a small little joke. Oh, you think politics is a joke, is it? You think it's a trick, trying to trick people. Very interesting, co-host. But, uh, you know, me, I, I have uh, respect for the great institution of politics. That's why I just call it politics. But, you know, you call it whatever you want, you know. Okay. All right. <laughs> My name is Fresh. And I am Ty. And once again, the name of the podcast is Politics. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't know what other people call it, but that's what I call it. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> oh, uh, the title of this particular podcast is The Super Mario Brothers Movie. Or, oh, it's bros, but bro, bros with a full stop, uh, I assume, is brothers. Yeah. Which, yeah. yeah. Uh, unless it's like bros as in Marcelo Brozovic, who's an in, in, Inter Milan midfielder. <laughs> Somehow, I don't think so. Or, you know, uh, what's the guy... He was a dictator in that fucking place. In, in that place. There's been a few dictators in a few places. His name was Tito. Tito Bros. And I think it's well like this. So, so, so I'm like, was this, is this the Super Mario Bros movie? Uh, a tribute to the dictator Tito Bros. It's actually uh, his cousin, Super Mario Bros. Mm. Yeah. He's there. <laughs> their, their, their mothers were sisters. <laughs> the, the, the Mario brothers and him. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, enough of this. We. So uh, what, what's been happening is I've been like um, sharing the pod around. Hmm. Uh, all the articles I read said like, you want to build up a small catalog, yes. right? Yeah. Uh, it said five to ten. You need to record five to ten before you start telling people, or you know, like properly launch it. Yes. So uh, I've decided on ten okay. on the dot, but we could really because we've done. I think this is our sixth one, right? Yeah, I believe so. So we could at this point start, uh, you know, releasing. But uh, I think ten is a good number. Okay. But uh, well, well, whatever, right? Yeah. Anyway, so I've been just telling my friends about it. Right. Just a little sneak peek. A little sneak peek behind the curtain. Oh, what's happening there behind the curtain? Oh, you can look. <laughs> You're my friend. Right. And uh, the main sort of criticism, well, let, let me not say criticism, uh, thoughts, is that uh, the podcast is too long. Well, that's reasonable. So that made me very self-conscious. So <laughs> as I'm writing, as I'm talking, I'm like, oh, this is, uh, just cut it down, cut it down. <laughs> get, uh, you know, uh, get to the meat of it. Don't, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah. Spend time uh, talking shit about the title, <laughs> both the podcast and this, uh, you know, the episode title. But uh, uh, we've already done that. <laughs> All right, this is it. That's the end All right, of the podcast. That's it. Yes. Yeah. All right. We've spent too long already. All right. So before the podcast starts, <laughs> uh, okay. We need to have a, a public shaming. Okay. Like in Game of Thrones, which we haven't seen, so you don't know, right? Yes. But there's a character named is Cersei. Yes. She. Yeah, so she, uh, well, I guess it's spoilers, but we find this out in the first episode. She's she's like in a an incest relationship with her twin brother. <gasps> a twin incest situation, if you will. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, and then like later on, uh, we have something called the, uh, if 
fuck, what are they? I, I wanted to call them the crows, but they're not the crows. They're like, uh, they're essentially the uh, the church. Right. The high sparrow, not crow. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're the sparrows, right? Okay. They come and like, they arrest her mm-hmm. for, you know, to incest. <laughs> yeah, okay, makes and, sense. Okay, but like, because she's like the queen, they can't kill her. Well, like, they come to some agreement where she has to do a walk of shame to have, like, retribution. Okay. So she walks from uh, the Sept of Baylor, which is, like, their church or whatever, yeah. you know, like, I guess it's the equivalent of, well, what's what's the place in Rome where the Pope lives? The Vatican? The Vatican. I guess it's their, well, maybe not. I guess Old Town is their Vatican. Never mind, <laughs> right? It's anyway. just it's just like a big temple in the middle of the the biggest city, the capital city of Westeros, right? All right. And it's basically on the other side of the city to the Red Keep, which is the where the queen and king live. Right. So basically, she has to walk naked from the Sept of Baylor to the Red Keep. Ah. A public shaming, and there's a, a lady that walks behind her ringing a bell that says shame, shame, ah. right. shame, shame. <laughs> anyway, that's what I'm doing here, <laughs> but to you, right? To me? Yes. Why? What did I do? <laughs> Alright. Last week. Yes. I found something out. Just from casual conversation, you said something and my ears pricked up. Did I engage in twincest? Something far worse. Oh. <laughs> something more heinous, more upsetting, more... Just an, more of an affront to God. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Alright. You said the phrase... Mace Windu is a Sith. <laughs> oh, no. And I was like, okay. hang on a second. Why, why do you think Mace Windu is a Sith? And you're like, well, he has a purple lightsaber. <laughs> That's, you know, the good guys have the blue and the green, and the bad guys have the red and the purple. I'm like, why on earth do you think that? <laughs> and my co-host admitted. He admitted it. He admitted he hadn't seen the first seven Star Wars movies. Yeah. The only one he had seen was The Last Jedi, which he had to leave early from the theater, <laughs> which he didn't even finish that, right? Yes. So, you know, it's at this moment, my keen detective skills kicked in, and okay. I detected that you probably hadn't seen the first Star Wars, seven Star Wars. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah. Some people might say, well, you don't need to detect anything. <laughs> he told you. <laughs> you know? Other people might see just a hard-working detective <laughs> trying his best. And, you know, <laughs> you shouldn't shame people for, for trying their best in a new field, you know. But whatever. Um, the the person who should be shamed, you know, is my co-host. And uh, I'm actually not going to do the shaming. Okay. I'm leaving it to the listeners to shame you. Okay. <laughs> All the comments on this episode. Like, just gonna be about me not watching Star Wars. Well, it's both both a public shaming of you and an apology, right? Yeah. Apology to the listeners. If I had known, <laughs> I would not have chosen this chose this man as my co-host. If I had known, <laughs> if I had known this deep dark truth. The thing is, he's always like when you mention something about Star Wars, he he just seems to understand based yeah. on like memes and such and yeah. like pop cultural influences. Yeah. And that, that's that. I was strict. <laughs> I was strict just as much as you, listeners. But hey, do you have anything to say for yourself? Uh, I'm sorry for not watching the first seven Star Wars movies. Well, I watched The New Hope almost straight after. We had <laughs> yeah. that discussion, so. I was like, uh, we gotta, we gotta amend this. <laughs> the listeners, they gotta, they. 
okay, you were the one who should be blamed, but they're going to blame me for not <laughs> doing something about this. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, well, let's just see. It's been eight minutes and we haven't even started. <laughs> we haven't even started the cleanup from last week. That's why just too much dilly-dallying, too much nonsense. Anyway. All right. So, sorry for the cat distractions last week. Right. Uh, I was house sitting for my parents over Easter and, you know, it's just that, like, uh, in from their lounge. Yes. Anytime there's, like, movement, you just, like, uh, you yeah. see it out of the corner of your eye and you, you have to look. So, yeah. <laughs> I just keep seeing the, the cats running past. I was like, what the fuck? What are they doing? <laughs> what, are they, <laughs> what are they getting up to? Some, like, uh, the cat council are having a, <laughs> a meeting. But anyway, uh, we're back in my house this week, so... I don't want to say there won't be distractions. Just yeah. <laughs> that particular type of distraction, no. Yes. Right? Uh, last week, uh, next thing from cleanup, last yeah. week, we were having a lot of trouble deciphering the plot of Murder Mystery. Yes. So I just assumed that I was the dumbass and, you know, I'm misreading. So I googled, like, a plot explanation. Okay. Perhaps somebody else could yeah. decipher this. Right. Nobody can either. <laughs> Every <laughs> plot explanation I've read is just also, like... Yeah, I don't know why that happened, but <laughs> anyway, moving on. That, that, that's that's what every like paragraph of the explainers were. Like, yeah, I don't know, dude. <laughs> anyway, um, last thing to clean up from last week. I I called the original Blue Beetle Dan Stevens. Yes, his name is Dan Garrett. I mean, close. All right, but I'm just, just saying, right? Dan Stevens. He's an actor. He played. Uh, Professor X's son David in Legion. Ah, have you ever okay. seen Legion? No. Nope. Great show. It's it's very like, so he's like a mind mutant, like uh, Professor X, right? So he yeah. uh, there's like, they made it like a very psychedelic, like Mister Robot style series, but with powers. Okay. So I, I really like Legion. Okay. Uh, the last season was kind of weird. Okay. But uh, yeah, that first season of Legion was just fantastic. I really, <laughs> I actually need, uh, need to go back and watch Legion again. But nevertheless, just uh, a okay. very good show. Uh, it was it was created by a guy. His name I want to say Noah Cohen, but <laughs> that that's a writer. <laughs> uh, he's a he's a journalist. No, his name is Noah something. But he's okay. the guy who made the Fargo TV series. Okay. Oh, fuck whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah, just some a guy named Noah. Who Noah Hawley. Noah Hawley. I don't Google. I just right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I pulled from my mind palace. So if, if that's wrong, you know, sorry, listeners. We'll have anyway, to yeah. Clean up on that next week. Yeah, <laughs> we'll clean up this cleanup. <laughs> we made an even bigger mess while cleaning up. This, this thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it was also in uh, Downton Abbey. That's where I first. Uh, right. Okay. But I've never watched Downton Abbey. I'm just culturally aware of it, and I would see him in like ads and stuff. Like, uh, for example, me with Star Wars. Those are not <laughs> at all. Downton Abbey and Star Wars are not comparable in any way. <laughs> oh my god. Listen, he's making a mockery of you <laughs> and me. But uh, yeah, shame him. Shame him even more. Anyway, now we into the pod. The real pod. The real pod. The real pod. Okay. It this is the news. 10 minutes. <sighs> Look, I'm being shamed <laughs> by my friends. I don't need you to shame me as well. You're the only one who needs to be shamed. I I'm, I'm, shouldn't be shamed. But anyway, the, so this is actually kind of more like cleanup, but it is news, right? Yeah. So last week I mentioned like offhandedly about a Supreme Court justice named Clarence Thomas. Oh, this is in America, right? Not yeah. A, 
Yes. Not South African. <laughs> right. Clarence Thomas being on a boat with a billionaire. So that guy's name is Harlan Crow. Yes. Right. And that could be possibly viewed as bribery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and please keep in mind that bribery is the main story. Yeah? Yes. And we also found out that it's more than a boat trip. Like okay. decades of lavish gifts for <laughs> the Supreme Court judge, which he never disclosed. Right. Mm. Um, he bought uh, a house for Clarence Thomas's mother, which he doesn't like pay rent wow. for. She, he just bought a house wow. for. <laughs> it's the most corruption on earth, right? And uh, yeah, the Supreme Court is supposed to be a non-political enti- entity with no biases, right? That's yeah. that. That's what allegedly <laughs> it's for. I don't know. Do you want me to explain the American justice system? I do mean, you know, do we have time for it? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Using it against me. Oh, fine, whatever. All right. Listeners, um, go Google the justice system in America. Anyway. However. However. Okay, let me just say that again, just in case, uh, you know. Oh, goodness, okay. Yeah. Please keep in mind that bribery is the main story here. Yes. Right? Bribery. However, <laughs> However, this story has taken a bizarre turn. <laughs> okay. right? It's come out that this guy, Harlan Crow has a collection of Nazi memorabilia. Wow. <laughs> Including a signed copy of Mein Kampf. Which <laughs> oh is, my goodness. Listeners, if you don't know, Mein Kampf was Hitler's memoir. <laughs> a signed copy. <laughs> As in, signed by Adolf Hitler. Not just <laughs> some rando came and signed it. <laughs> it was a signed copy of Mein Kampf. Right? And... Uh, you know, as more information has come out, I I don't think he's a Nazi. I just think he's a collector. Okay. Because he has, like, statues of Lenin, statues of Hitler, statues... And, you know, like... Uh, uh, like, he's just a collector of, like, old uh, art artifacts. Stuff. Yeah, artifacts, yeah. right? But for whatever reason, he's taking, like, this very aggressive stance, like, oh, so just because I have some Nazi memorabilia, that makes me a Nazi. <laughs> oh, the loony left. Everybody who disagrees with them, they're just a bloody Nazi. <laughs> and like I said, I, I don't believe this guy is a, a Nazi, but you can't take this. <laughs> you can't get caught with like, a signed copy of Mein Kampf and be like, oh, so everybody just thinks I'm a Nazi. <laughs> you have to be like, um, uh, I, okay, I know it looks bad, but I'm just a collector. <laughs> This this attitude that he's taken is fucking hilarious, bro. Like, oh, whom among whomst among us doesn't have a signed copy of Mein Kampf? You know, people in glass houses they shouldn't throw stones. <laughs> and yes, just because my glass house was made out of the glass from Adolf Hitler's office, that doesn't mean I'm a Nazi. That just makes me a collector. <laughs> The way this guy has been going on this week has just been unbelievable. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, the main story is bribery. But the more like things that keep coming out, because like, yeah, the one that really caught by was a signed copy of my account. But there's so much other shit like uh, Hitler's personal, like, uh, you know, like uh, plots and stuff, you know, like dish, dish yeah. plots. It's, oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah. Like uh, they were like monogrammed and stuff like that, wow. <laughs> and he has them. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> again, I'm not saying he's the Nazi. Well, the thing is, he's like a a right winger from Texas, so I'm not not saying he has like Nazi style politics. Just uh, it, it's uh, I, I don't unlabel him that based on his collection. Yes, I, I I don't know his personal yeah 
I'm just saying based yeah. on <laughs> that, that, that's the the point I'm trying to make, right? Okay. He could well be a, a Nazi, just uh, also a collector. Yeah. Right. But uh, anyway, <laughs> the next story, right? So we have a Game of Thrones prequel based on George R. R. Martin's Dunkin' Egg books, officially okay. moving forward at HBO. The announcement was made during Warner Bros. Discovery presentation to press and investors on April 12th, in, in which it was announced that the combined HBO Max and Discovery Plus streaming service will simply be known as Max, oh, okay. which uh, I don't think that's a good... Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's a terrible... It's just kind of like... They found a guy named Max, and they were like, we're naming this after you now. Yes, uh, this, this, is a, <laughs> this entire streaming service is just like videos of you know people following you around the camera and seeing what happens with this guy, Max. <laughs> anyway, but um, it's like, so do you know HBO? Yes. It's a, I guess it's America's version of like a DSTV, or one, um, one DSTV channel, not the entire... It's... I would say it's more like Showmaxy. What Showmax? Showmax is like a. That's more like Netflix. Yeah, I guess. But, but yeah. I'm saying it uh, as opposed to you know. Uh, so this is called cable TV. Yes. You get a set of channels which are the cable channels, and you go to a cable provider who will give you like a package like yeah. uh, HBO. Uh, 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 what what are, what yeah. other cable? options they are right right but hbo was just the most oh. i guess like famous one because it okay. it's constantly known for putting out great uh, you know content yeah for example the sopranos yeah uh i'm trying to think <laughs> you know last week we were speaking about the uh what's it in our recommendation section i said i was gonna go rewatch entourage okay it's not yeah. a good show but it's just very i don't know they it's just no it's just like very personal to me like uh, right, like okay. you know I was saying like it's like a guilty pleasure yeah HBO makes, makes shows that like connect with people much more so than you yeah. know other stuff so HBO has become synonymous with like quality programming yeah and they drop the HBO from <laughs> their name right and uh, if you watch the speech that this lady was giving yeah she was like HBO you know it's been come to known as like quality entertainment that's why we're dropping the HBO. Uh, so, <laughs> you know that uh, this is for everyone, not just <laughs> prestige entertainment. She's like, I took that as like, listen, we have garbage too. Don't don't you worry. <laughs> you think we're just prestige, good quality? No, no, no. <laughs> We've got nonsense. We will find you some garbage. We've we got nonsense in the there. back. Don't worry. We'll search the <laughs> we'll search the trash <laughs> behind us. <laughs> uh, anyway, so. It also comes a little over two years after Variety exclusively reported that the series was in development. The show is based on the series of fantasy novellas by Martin, which followed the adventures of Sir Duncan the Tall, which is Dunk, okay. and a young Aegon uh, V Targaryen, Egg, okay. 90 ah. years prior to the events of A Song of Ice and Fire. The wow. series is currently titled A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms, The Hedge Knight. Okay. The official logline says, a century before the events of Game of Thrones, two unlikely heroes wandered Westeros. A young but naive, a young naive but courageous knight, Sir Duncan the Tall, and his diminutive squire Egg, set in an age where the Targaryen line still holds the Iron Throne and the memory of the Last Dragon has not yet passed from living memory. Great destinies, powerful foes, and dangerous exploits all await these improbable and incomparable friends. 
Mm. Martin will serve as writer and executive producer, as will Ira Parker, who was a co-executive producer on season one of Ga- of House of the Dragon, Game of Thrones, and <clears throat> sorry, Martin will serve as writer and executive pro- producer, as will Ira Parker, who was a co-executive producer on season one of House of the Dragon. Full stop. Full stop. Okay. Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon bits. <laughs> Ryan Connell and Vince Gerardus will serve as executive producers. Martin has published three novellas in the in the Tales of Duncan Egg series to date. The Hedge Knight in nineteen ninety eight, The Swan Sword in two thousand three, and The Mystery Knight in twenty ten. The three novellas were then collected and published together as A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms in twenty fifteen. Ah. Right. So, again, you've never watched Game of Thrones, so you don't no. know this. No. There's a character named Brienne. Okay. Brienne of Toth. Uh, they also call her Brienne. Brienne. I want to say Brienne the Bold, but no, that's not what they call her. Okay. Nice. They, I I think they call her whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But she's just like a very tall woman. Okay. Her grandfather was Duncan, uh, the, Duncan the Tall. tall. <laughs> it would have been funny if it was Egg. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Egg. Uh, so it's short for Aegon. Yeah. Which you see that name there. I I've always pronounced as Aegon. Not Egon, I, yeah, but on I the TV show, on the TV show they they pronounce it Egon. But okay. uh, you, just, you know when you're reading, you read it as Egon. Yeah. Because, but whatever. Because <laughs> it's an A at the beginning. Yes. So why would you know? Of of course, but yeah. uh, whatever the. So Egg was like, the fifth son of a fifth son. Do you get okay. what that means? So yeah. the king had five sons. Yes. The, of those five sons. That fi- that fifth son had five sons. Yes. So Egg was the fifth son of the fifth son. He was called Aegon the Unlikely. Yeah. Because pretty much there was like a civil war in his family. Yeah. And uh, everyone else died. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, not everyone okay. else. Like like uh, there's one guy who went to. Is uh, is a guy named Maester Aemon. Okay. He went to the. We see him in Game of Thrones. He's okay. John's friend. Right. Uh, but he's a, uh, the older brother of Egg. Okay. But he. The thing is, if you take, uh, if you go to the wall and you become a part of the Night's Watch, you relinquish all your titles. Yeah. So you can't. He was not allowed to become king because he was a part of the Night's Watch. Right. So it eventually got to Egg. Yeah. Egg on the unlikely, right? And that's so. Be, uh, obviously, before he became king, like in his twenties or whatever. Actually, I don't know where when he became king, but the plan was never for him to become king. So yeah. that's why he was like squiring in the. The Midlands with the Duncan the Tall. He yeah. was never meant to become like a a, a king. Yes, <laughs> so he goes on all these adventures and like, uh, you know what a squire is? It's like an assistant to a knight. Yeah. And then at some point the knight will knight you. Yes. And you become a knight. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, so it's just the adventures in the Riverlands and like you know. Oh, okay. I'm very excited for this. I like this a lot. Yeah. And I really, really love that universe. Uh, I really liked House of the Dragon season one. Yeah, which you probably also haven't seen. No, <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Uh, so George Martin basically wrote like a a history of. Okay. So we uh, that the the book that uh, House of the Dragon is based on yeah. it tells the entire story of the Targaryen family, which were the kings of Westeros. Yeah, uh, and uh, it gives that's essentially like a history of Westeros. Okay. Because they were the kings this pretty much this whole time until. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Okay. So, yeah, very excited, very uh, yeah, keen. Yeah, I, I just I need them to stop making things in this universe so that I can <laughs> catch, can catch up. up. Yeah. yeah. It's why I I rewatched Game of Thrones last year. Okay. 
pretty pretty great. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, everyone talks about the final season. Yeah. I really don't think the final season was the worst. Okay. Season six and seven were very bad. Okay. And then I just think season eight was a continuation of those two bad seasons. Okay. And I just think people don't notice. <laughs> and it's only that because when it ended, they were like, oh, well, that's a dumb ending. Yeah. But it had been dumb for like the previous two seasons. <laughs> so <laughs> whatever. Uh, on the whole, I really liked it. I think I gave it like an eight. Okay. I just think if it stopped after like season five, it'd be like top three. Okay. It would be in that conversation but uh, yeah. the latest seasons really ruined it yeah anyway that's all the news I have I've got a little bit of exciting news sure uh, within the next week or so depending on if they can actually get it to work or not SpaceX will be launching the biggest most powerful rocket ever created which I think is just kind of cool. I read about this. Yeah. Like there's some sort of valve or whatever that's yeah. an issue. So yesterday's um, orbital flight test was delayed because a valve froze and they couldn't get, um, I don't know, whatever it was that they were meant to get through that valve. All right. So they had to detank and then, uh, you know, re-look at everything. And it looks like possibly Thursday the 20th will be the next attempt. What's it called, the, the rocket? The Starship. The Starship. Yeah. Well, it's Is that the name Starship. of... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of the Starship? Uh, what do you mean the name of the Starship? Like, you know, in Star Trek, the, 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 <laughs> the Starship... Starship it's, Enterprise. It's called the Enterprise, right? Yeah. And, like, boats have names. They're like... Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I can't think of a boat name, but yeah, the Black Pearl yeah. from the... Pirates of the Caribbean yes. movies. <laughs> what is the name of the spaceship? Um, currently, I think it's like 724 or something. Because it's Booster 7 and Ship 24. Listeners are making a very upset face. Because <laughs> that's that's a doctor. If I've ever... They, they don't even have like a nickname. Like uh, Big Bertha. Or something, you know, like this is the biggest rocket. <laughs> Just, you know, <laughs> these people, they have no fun. Well, there's seven boosters and uh, 24 whatevers, so <laughs> let's call it 724. I, when you said that, I thought it meant like seven days a week, 20, 24 hours in a day. Like, <laughs> the, it's, the, this, the, you know what grind set is? Yeah. When yes. like these people who... Or, the or they grind set. Yes, or they, they don't want to have like fun. Yeah. They only want to do stuff that like uh, makes them money. Yeah. So they're like, you gotta get up. You gotta grind. You gotta. <laughs> I thought this rocket was like a, a grind set rocket. Twenty four seven. I'm just out there in space making money. <laughs> the grind set rocket. <laughs> oh, oh, they're getting rid of it at yeah within this test. So uh, it's it's probably not going to be a very good grindy rocket. All right. Yeah. Any uh, any other news? Um, no, that's that's about it for me. All right. Uh, so again, yeah, if you'll notice, I cut out a few new stories. Yeah. Uh, no, not from the the, the doc in front of us. Just uh, yes, yes. As as I was, uh, you know, writing the doc uh, Friday night, uh, I uh, I was just like, there's too much news. Let me yes. just <laughs> stop at two stories. Okay. Right. So yeah. you know. Because of the, uh, <laughs> the advice I've gotten, 
Ah, the but constructive anyway, criticism. The constructive criticism. All right, so let's get into the movie. All right. I have a question. Yeah. What is wokeness? What is wokeness? Yes. Um, wokeness. In my mind, it's being like very inclusive of everyone. Well, not really inclusive, but like petitioning for everyone to be included. Okay, so it means a state of being aware, okay. right? Especially of social problems such as racism and inequality. So it's kind of there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm just. Yeah. I want to give a a proper, a proper definition. definition and not just campaign right. for people. It just means people. you're aware of, you know, uh, societal problems that. Uh, yeah. That you uh, in previous years weren't talked about or were just viewed as normal. Yeah. Right. Now that you're awake to it, you can't unsee it. Yes. Essentially. Yeah. Uh, but like right wingers, they they don't like this. Okay. Uh, their like um, critique of this is that actually this thing that you're you're seeing it doesn't exist. Okay. You know you may think that you're like you've uncovered a plot of uh, racism, but it could be like uh, that particular person was just rude. They yeah. they weren't being racist. They just rude. Yeah. Uh, that that's their counter. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I want to say that like. Um, People, uh, you know, uh, people who are quote unquote woke, yeah, uh, are seeing things that aren't there. Okay. They, they, they being too dramatic. You know, like they're yeah. taking a small thing and turning it into this critique of social, <laughs> of yeah. of social societal norms and like, uh, yeah, just society at large. When it's just like a small, yeah, thing that you know means nothing, right? Okay, and but. You know the definition I just gave, just being aware of it. They, yeah. the way they use it, it's become this amorphous kind of uh, thing that they just use to. It's like a catch-all to describe things that they don't like. Okay. If they see like, uh, I don't know, something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like okay, do you know the Little Mermaid? Yes. So oh, yeah. The Little Mermaid in the books was white. Yes. But the they make a live-action movie and they cast a black girl. Yes. I don't know. Ah, fuck. She she's like a singer or something. She there's so this is the thing. I think they're twins, right? Okay. They they call Chloe and Halle Bailey. Okay. And one of them is, uh, you know, the Little Mermaid. Oh. But okay. they they like a singing group. Okay. I don't know too much about them. I, I was gonna say it's Chloe Bailey, but I don't know who. The, I don't know which one of them is the Little Mermaid. That's why I'm like, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Anyway, so some people say. Uh, folks, this is wokeness. They uh, they're replacing the whites. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah, other people. Oh, well, it depends, right? Other people will say <laughs> this. Is another type of argument like that. Uh, they they people like to say, well, they're replacing the redheads. <laughs> so there's like uh, the Little Mermaid in yeah. You know, she has red hair. Yeah. Yes. And you see this a lot, like um, Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. Has red hair. Okay. In the comics, yeah. Superman's friend, yes. <laughs> right? But uh, in live action, in the TV show Supergirl, he's a black guy. Oh. So people are like, "Oh well, they, uh, you know, they they're replacing the redheads. It's a it's a redhead genocide." <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, the reason they do that is, uh, you know, like in comics and like animation, yeah, the color red just pops more. Yeah. So there's a lot more animated characters that are. That have the color red in their hair because it's more visually striking. Yeah, it it's like kind of like 
most people have black or like blonde or like brown hair. Yeah. Right? The red like kind of breaks up the monotony. Yeah. Right. It's uh, visually it gives a contrast to the other hairstyles. So yeah. that's why in like animated stuff, there's a lot of redheaded okay. characters. Yeah. But in the real world, the those those like so basically because of those animated things, the redheaded people are overrepresented in yeah animated uh, stuff. So when they uh, when they try to cast redheads, yes, they can't get them. No, not that they can't get them. It's just that it's like redheaded people are like one percent. Yeah. Whereas like other races are like just a lot more. It, they just have a lot bigger depth of people to pick from yeah so people interpret this as like folks this is wokeness <laughs> run amok they, they're replacing the redheads or again it depends right some people are like oh they're replacing redheads some people are like oh they're replacing white people yeah so uh, again it depends on yeah. <laughs> whatever topic you feel <laughs> strong about but anyway uh this is what i mean when about people it's like a, a catch-all term okay it's it's uh well, what they they mean is they like, they don't like Hillary Clinton style centrist politics, okay. right? Which yeah. they misattribute to being like socialism, okay? Right? But yeah. uh, just uh, so this movie has been getting bad reviews from critics, okay? Right? But the movie is making money, so mm-hmm. we have a lot of right wing culture commentators. Uh, you know, we're taking this opportunity to to claim it as a win against wokeness yeah. and the woke Disney Corporation, <laughs> right? Uh, because the critics, all the critics, every single one of them, <laughs> they did. It's not individual people. They are an amorphous bunch, yeah. right? They they all they all woke. Okay. So anytime they they just see a good, uh, hardworking, uh, old fashioned conservative guy Mario, <laughs> they get freaking triggered, <laughs> and they just give it bad reviews. But you know. Uh, <laughs> us, us, the the common regular people, we just go and we see a, a good fun movie, right? That that that's what that's what they they're trying to do here, right? I'm, I've not just seen where this fits into the context, all right? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, I don't know. I think I should be more like uh, tell you what the point is before I like you know go into it instead of just like beating you <laughs> it's, it's just yeah. a vague circle and then yes. it connects at some point so they basically use so nintendo was not nintendo, the mario brothers movie was made by uh, a studio called illumination yes and they were distributed by universal yes so and they're making money so uh atman and the wasp quantumania yeah didn't make a lot of money oh right okay uh, and so they're using this as like a cause what's her name Cassie uh, Scott's daughter yeah she's Cassie. the she's like a SJW yeah and yes. uh, there's something about gay people in that movie remember Victoria Alonso didn't want to cut it yeah I can't remember what yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> that tells you how memorable yeah. <laughs> that scene was <laughs> I can't even remember <laughs> but yes uh, well whatever right so they're claiming this as a win against the woke Disney Corporation, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. Uh, the phrase they love to use is, go woke, go broke, <laughs> right? Wow. okay. <laughs> there's, there's countless examples that, you know, disprove this. Yeah. First example being uh, Captain Marvel. Okay. <laughs> which, yeah. it stars Brie Larson, right? Yeah. So on the, the press tour for Captain Marvel, Brie Larson, like, uh, she said something like, 
she looked at the the press room and said wow there sure is a lot of old white guys here <laughs> which whatever bro but like uh, the right wing took supreme offense to this right <laughs> it's they every other video on on like uh, these right wing youtubers channels are like Brie Larson <laughs> is fired from the, the the Disney Corporation for being too woke. <laughs> you know something like that. It's just every other video is something Brie Larson did this and that's why she's a bitch. <laughs> and like <laughs> any neg- any is like small like cringe thing she does. It's like look at this woman. She's the worst in the world, <laughs> right? So they there's an entire industry of like people making videos criticizing woke movies. Yeah. Right? And that that and we're getting in on that. Let's go, gang. This, this, this Mario Brothers movie, it's freaking woke. Let's get it out of here, gang. <laughs> okay. I'm obviously joking, right? But uh, another, like, example. Well, it's not the exact same, but, like, you know, Top Gun, Maverick, yeah. right? Yes. They claim it as an anti-woke movie. Wait a second. But if if, like, what I said, you know, it's, like, it's just Hillary Clinton style centrist politics. Yeah. There's a diverse cast of young people in that movie. Yeah. Right? And I think one of them is like gay. I have no idea. Whatever. Sure. <laughs> right? yeah. The the point is they have a diverse cast. Yeah. And uh, yeah, by by that metric they, that should be a woke movie. Yeah. But for whatever reason they don't claim it as a, a woke movie, they claim it as an anti-woke movie. One because it made a bunch of money, so <laughs> so they're like, yes, anti-woke movies making money. Let's go. <laughs> but two, I think they just like Top Gun. Yeah. So they have to like bend over backwards and make excuses why this isn't woke. This is actually anti-woke, right? Uh, and this kind of like proves that they don't have. They're not using like principles. Okay. They're just kind of whatever they like. Yeah. That's that's anti-woke. Whatever they. Sorry, whatever they don't like, that's woke. Yeah. Whatever they do like, that's anti-woke. Yeah. Right? So, uh, I just kind of want to... Ad- this, like, you know, in the Avatar episode. Yeah. Uh, what, what did I say? Cancel culture. Yeah, cancel so, culture. Cancel culture and wokeness are these words that right-wingers use, these buzzwords that they use all the time, right? Yeah. So, I really just... I wanted to talk about them once and then never speak about them again. Right. Because, like, just because these idiots use it all the time, that doesn't mean it's... It's like they seeing things that aren't there. Yeah. Right? right. The, the thing they accuse us of doing... <coughs> they are, in fact, doing. Yes, bless Thank you. you. Thank by, uh, you know, uh, they say, by being woke, you're seeing things that aren't there. They though. <laughs> <laughs> just interpreting things that aren't there. But anyway, this... Uh, right. Uh... So my theory is that they think if they portray the narrative that woke films don't make money, then corporation will stop making these types of movies, yeah, right? They'll, right? They'll they'll only make non-woke movies. Yeah. I would simply point out that they're using like box office data to you know draw these conclusions. Yeah. But like Disney and like the various like content corporations obviously have like internal data. You know, like, the number of streams, uh, you know, a particular show or movie does on their streaming service, like, and, uh, you know, uh, merchandise sales, like, well, what characters sell more, that that kind of stuff. They have lots of internal data that we as the public will never be privy to. Yeah. Right? And I assume that they're basing their decisions on this internal data, not just... 
that. You know, like yeah. the the box office. Yes, it is important, but it's it's a smaller piece in a larger picture. Yeah. So by having all this extra data, the people inside the company have more information. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And or and have a much clearer picture as opposed to somebody who's just drawing conclusions based on box office and not not just uh, that. Like how much things cost. Yeah. Because you know uh, we are speaking about product production budgets. Yeah. Those are usually all estimates. They don't give us like exact. Yeah, numbers. it costs yeah. this much and twenty four dollars. It's yeah. they, they tell us twenty million yeah. or you know uh, whatever. They they give Just us like round, round numbers. Yeah. Right. That that's why we don't know the precise numbers of anything really. Yeah. So that's why it's. I'm, and again, I'm just assuming this. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe Disney, <laughs> they don't have internal data. They're yeah. like, <laughs> they're just, there's just somebody there who's like, walk, more walk. <laughs> and we have a worker who's turning a button. Like, goes, more, more. <laughs> and like, turn it, turn it, turn the walk button, turn the walk button up. <laughs> maybe that's what they do. <laughs> the Disney Corporation. But yes, so all the stuff about wokeness that right-wingers complain about yeah is usually just nonsense yeah so and and again just stuff they they made up in their mind they're trying to portray a narrative that their ideas are more popular and the things they don't like aren't popular right, right. but uh, this is the thing most movies have like a mixed or like a not well thought out politics okay because the majority of people are quote-unquote apolitical yes and you you know in the introduction of this podcast i said that doesn't mean the the politics aren't there yeah it's just the person isn't thinking about it too much when they're doing it right yeah so you know we are speaking about top gun yes about woke anti-woke yes so woke anti-woke is not left or right wing yeah. because if we looked at top gun that's an insanely right wing movie it's just military propaganda yeah. up the wazoo <laughs> right but based on their misunderstanding of the world right like i said having a diverse cast to them that should set up set off alarm bells <laughs> in their head right but because they liked it it doesn't you know affect them yeah. so that that's why we can see this this woke stuff is just bullshit yeah because <laughs> it's just whatever they happen to like and what whatever they don't happen to like in that moment yeah and feelings change yeah so <laughs> uh yes yeah hopefully this is the last one i'll ever have to address wokeness hopefully we can uh, only hope right but uh yeah so uh that's the the context surrounding this movie okay the right wing have claimed this as a win for <laughs> for them in the culture war. All right. Okay. So anyway, after the critical and commercial failure of the 1993 Super Mario Brothers film adaptation, the Japanese video game company Nintendo became wary of licensing its properties for film adaptations. Okay. We're going to be covering that on the Patreon. <laughs> nice. Uh, after this, the yeah. 1993 Super Mario Brothers yeah. movie. Yes. Right. According to Shigeru Miyamoto, the creator of Mario, the idea for a new Mario film came from bringing their older games to the virtual console and other services. Oh, okay. Such transitions took time for the company, and Miyamoto recognized that our content business would be able to develop even further if we were able to combine our long-beloved software with that of video assets and utilize them together for extended periods. Yeah. So, keep that in mind. Okay. I'm I, I, keeping I'll, that in mind. I'll refer back to that. All right, cool. Sounds good. 
Um, so I, I did this a little bit differently than we have been doing in previous weeks. Okay. In previous weeks, I just go through the movie scene by scene and write down. Yeah. All right, this is what I thought about that scene. Yeah. Uh, this week, I've just written a, uh, a header that says my thoughts, and then like uh, just my general thoughts on the movie, not okay. not going scene by scene, but like making a point and then pointing to instances yeah. in the movie, uh, you know, where this happened. Yeah. Again, just to try to make things shorter. Yeah. Right. Okay. So in a way, I feel like this is the inverse Avatar movie. Okay. All the criticisms people level at Avatar, I feel, apply to this movie. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna do like a compliment sandwich. Okay. Yeah. So cool. you front load it with a compliment. Yes. You put in all the negative things you want to say, <laughs> and, and then you another. Yeah. <laughs> you back in it with another compliment. Yeah. Right? So first of all, this is a spectacularly beautiful movie. Yes. Okay, yeah. I think we can agree with that. Yeah. Like Avatar. Yeah. Right. It was great. But entirely devoid of any art. The... For me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you may feel that way. I'm just saying for me. Yeah. Right. In the Avatar episode, I said the plot is like a co track. It gives structure to the visuals. You know this type yeah. of movie. If you, if you're really focused on the visuals and uh, you need, you don't need an out of this world plot. You just need something sturdy to hold everything in place. Yeah. Right. Right. But Mario's co track is a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm putting my coat on it. Right. Yeah. And the bottom of the coat is touching the ground where, like, you know, pee, oh. like, you know, like, pee Gross. bounces off. <laughs> and, oh. Like, lands on the floor, it's touching that. Yeah. The top of the coat, it's fallen into the toilet bowl. Oh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's wet. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, the, yes. Uh, Zaki Hassan. Yeah. So he's a writer for the San Francisco Chronicle. He called it a blandly efficient piece of brand management. Okay. Right. So please refer back to the context section. That's precisely what this guy said they wanted to do, right? Yeah. Uh, they wanted parents to take their kids to see this. The kid comes across like a Mario game and thinks, "Oh, I know this guy. He's from the movie." Yeah. Right. And they'll be more likely to want to play the game or buy whatever Mario merchandise because they. It's called brand recognition, right? Yeah. This is yeah. essentially like a an hour and a half advert that they put out right to, yeah. to to hook kids that's essentially what this this movie was okay right yeah. uh and i just uh find this extremely cynical and in poor taste okay right we've been speaking about this in previous weeks right but a movie should be about an artist in this case a director yeah expressing themselves oh well i i just mean any piece of art yeah should be about the artist okay. and in this case it's the director who's the Artist, yeah, expressing themselves. Nintendo yeah. brand management can kiss my ass, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 fuck this movie. <laughs> that's that 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 that's my whole thesis of this movie is that first okay paragraph. Yeah, I mean, I see where you're coming from. I just like for me as a person who played a lot of Mario games growing up, it in my mind it's just rooted in nostalgia it's like um the the spider-man movie the, yes i know yeah i'm gonna bring that up <laughs> but <laughs> yes carry on it's, it's very like nostalgic for the people who grew up playing mario games to see all these things come through and their favorite well some people's favorite nintendo character being portrayed in a movie where he goes on his own adventure sure sure uh, so, the part of what made this plot 
so offensive to me is that these references are all shoehorned in. Okay. You know, like like you were saying, uh, Spider-Man, but the majority of the Marvel movies have this sort of problem for me. They, instead of just, oh, and not just Marvel movies, the biggest culprit is the Big Bang Theory. Okay. It's called reference humor. Okay. Instead of making a joke, they'll kind of make a reference to something else. Yeah. Uh, and if you've never seen that that other particular thing, it makes no yeah. sense to you. Yeah. It, you have no context for this, right? Yeah. It, it's not a joke. If you, if this was the first ever TV show that you're watching, yeah, you would you would not laugh ninety percent of the time, right? Because they don't make actual jokes. It's just references. Yeah. And if you have no context for the reference, it's dog shit. It's yeah. Nothing. Yeah. And I feel this modern movie is the <laughs> is precisely that, right? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, like the the one, the very egregious one, the one that really <laughs> got my blood pumping, right? Is uh, there's like that ugly tur- turtle-looking motherfucker? Bowser's right? advisor. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. He pulls the blue t- the blue shell off his back and throws it and says, yeah. "Blue shell." That's the dumbest thing. Bro. What? What? <laughs> that it's 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 not a plot mechanic or you you know it's just like a, a reference for reference sake. Yeah. And that's and it made me think of that Spider Man movie that I fucking hate. Right. <laughs> that's reference for reference sake. Yeah. It just rub me the wrong way right okay. and if you remember last week I said every movie we've covered here has been a sequel I can't wait to do an original movie and then we do fucking this <laughs> this dog shit uh, careful what you wish for folks careful what you wish for right and I'm the I'm the one who suggested we do this <laughs> right and just just remember you were like oh the uh, what are they called the the people who review the reviewers yes the the critics hmm. thought that this movie was terrible but all the audience that we've seen has said oh this movie's amazing hmm. and so I want to do this movie and look where you ended up hating oh. this damn movie so I'm not allowed to have opinions no I, ne- I never said I need that. to just go along with <laughs> what the audience says alright I'm just saying you well <laughs> what is okay. this show are we not critics we are critics. In a sense. Well, yes, but I enjoyed the movie. Critic, Being critical doesn't mean you hated the movie. It just means looking at it through a, like a, I don't know, magnifying glass. <laughs> <laughs> not just not being, like not letting nonsense just go by uncritically. That's what being a critic is. Yes, okay. Right? It doesn't mean being negative. It means giving your opinion. Okay. All right, but anyway, <laughs> right. So this movie was just like references for reference sake, and if they had incorporated those things in a more like I don't know, casual or like a, in a way that doesn't seem so forced, okay. I would have been much more uh, receptive to it. Yeah. But for a guy to reach to his back, <laughs> pull a blue shell off and shout, blue shell! <laughs> it's, it's so distracting, it's so upsetting, right? And so, like, uh, I also didn't understand why they started off in Brooklyn. Um, I'm assuming it's, like, similar to the... You know how Murder Mystery 2, spoiler Yeah, alert. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. L- listen, have we ever been to Brooklyn in any of the Mario games? Uh... 
Not that I can recall it now. So <laughs> I I don't know. Is it who told him it's from Brooklyn? <laughs> you know? I, well, I guess the 1993 movie is also set in Brooklyn. Yeah. So there's like a, a history of this. So yeah. I, they didn't just pull it out of thin air, but yeah. I just don't understand why they couldn't just start in the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah. This is a fantasy movie. It's <laughs> we don't need to add this like second layer where like they're in the real world and they get you know they could just live in the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah. Fixing pipes and such, which they. Spoiler alert, they do at the end of the movie. Well, kind of. But, yeah, they, um, I'm assuming it was, like, the beginning setting in Brooklyn was to then set up the end where they go back to Brooklyn and then they fight Bowser. I I don't know why it's needed. They could fight Bowser in the Mushroom Kingdom. I know. Again, it's just, well, but that's not like a big thing. It's just I just wondered like we're already in a fantasy world. Well, this, we're watching a movie, right? We're expecting yeah. a fantasy. There's no need yeah. for like um, if they were. Well, I guess they are human. Yeah. So where says? So Peach, we don't know if she's human, right? No. The implication was... is that like she's just not from the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah. She's just from somewhere else. Yes. They may or may not be from the same world. Yeah. Which again, <laughs> the, it's even more so. They don't need to be from Brooklyn. They could have just been <laughs> like, been oh yeah, anywhere. just people just show up here, yeah. <laughs> you know. And we we happen to show up here one day, and uh, that was it. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So it's stuff like that where they needed to explain stuff that don't have or doesn't need explaining. Yeah. Like we need to explain how they got to the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah. They could just be there, yeah. <laughs> you know. They in the same, just yeah. Started there. Yeah. It's uh, the the stuff like that where it's like they feel the need to ex to justify every thing from the game. Okay. Uh, yeah. like Princess Peach. Yeah. She was like, "Hey, look, these are power ups. We use them for you know, like, yeah. uh, who put those things there? I I don't know. They just <laughs> they just they're, they're just they're, there. Yeah. All right." So they, they won't explain <laughs> the actual questions we have, but like, <laughs> you know, it was just so belabored. Yeah. Like, uh, if Mario was just like already living there, he knew the rules of the world, uh, and we as the audience just go along with it, that would be, you know, fine. But it's like, it just wants to hold your hand and be like, oh, you see this, and this is why we have it. And, yeah. oh, you see this reference from the movie, this is why we have it. It's, it's, uh, yeah. Anyway, I think we, we're just going in circles now. Yes. All right, I'm just going to go to the next point, which is the voices. Right. Okay, the voices. So there was pos- possible controversy, right, because uh, about whether Chris Pratt would do the uh, stereotypical, it's a me, Mario, <laughs> you know, voice. The compromised voice he went with was awful. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's It's very, like, unmemorable. It's just like a regular yeah. voice to it. You know, uh, and a lot of like voice actors were criticizing getting him as yeah. as the the lead. Like, well, like voice acting yeah. is an art in 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 and in and of itself. Yeah. But what you see is like uh, companies just get in like a, a big live action star. Yeah. Who's not gonna do a good voice performance? Yeah. Uh, or not 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 do a good voice performance. Just they're not as trained as the voice actor would be yeah right <laughs> because a, a voice actor will go through the training to put the emotion into their voice but yes a live action star can use their body to well yes, yes. Uh, 
that, that's what I'm saying. It's not that they're not able to convey like emotion with their voice. It's just that that's not the the primary yeah uh, use. That's yeah. not what they used to. Yeah. Right. That that that's the only thing. So there was controversy that they just hired some random actor instead of you know getting a voice actor. Yeah. And that he was going to do a stereotypical <laughs> accent that you know was offensive to Italians. Yeah. And uh, they kind of hint at it, which again, reference for reference sake, when they make a an ad of them like. Yeah. Uh, what was the ad of? Their plumbing business. Yeah, and they they're doing the voice. Yeah, it's so dumb. It's like <laughs> it's very um, like it baits the audience into thinking, oh, he's gonna be doing this whole yes. stereotypical Italian thing for well, so long. Yeah, everyone, uh, you know, before the movie started, there yeah. were a bunch of tweets that were like, "It's a, oh, it's a me, Mario." Ah. Uh. Sorry, the, I don't know what happened to my voice. <laughs> Just, uh, you know that—that's what they thought it was. In. This, this is that yeah. exact same thing. They, yeah. they, they, it's a reference for reference sake. Yeah. Why even? Uh, you don't need to acknowledge it at any point. Yeah. At all for anything. Yeah. Just let it go. Fair enough. That's yeah. just how they talk. We don't need to make a reference <laughs> to anything. We could right? just make him a regular plumber from Brooklyn. Yes, uh, it's. Uh, but yes. Yeah. I just think this guy's a prat. Ah, uh, because it's Chris right. Pratt. Anyway, <laughs> hilariously, he wasn't even the worst voice in the movie. Okay. The 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 voice that I didn't get any joy from was Princess Peach. Okay. Played, voiced by voiced by Anya Taylor Joy. Jeez, Louise. Oh God. Okay. Anyway. Okay. And on the day, I found Luigi to be inoffensive. Oh my goodness. Right, because he's uh, <laughs> Oh no. He's not like good or bad. He's just like. <laughs> Kind of there as well, very middle down, middle of the road. I'm not going to say it's bad. It's just yeah. unmemorable. They're not doing anything interesting here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Voiced by Charlie Day. <sighs> and finally, we have Jack Black as Bowser. Yeah. Right. And he was my favorite voice performance. Oh really? Okay. I and I think a lot of people feel that way as well. That like Bowser was the best yeah. <laughs> character in this movie. Yeah. And like a lot of people are going to watch just because of Bowser. Yeah. So he's the reason that this movie, you know, their, what's it called? Like, not record books, their... Their stat sheets. What do accountants use to... <laughs> their journals. Okay, yeah, their journals. Their checkbooks. Mm, their balance sheets. Yes, balance sheets. Bowser is the reason their balance sheets are in the black. Because uh, if it's in the red, it's uh, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> in the black, it's good. <laughs> Voiced by Jack Black. <laughs> Look, I was writing this and I, I wasn't planning on this. I just wrote Princess Peach didn't give me a lot of joy, and I was like, oh, now hang on a second. Wait a second. <laughs> what if I did a, a very belated? <laughs> Clearly telegraphed yeah. <laughs> over the top <laughs> nonsense. References for it. Yeah. Oh, d- don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being bullied by my <laughs> You know, and if you've been following the trend, he's been bullying the disabled. Oh. In, in, okay, so if you don't listen to our commentaries, right? Anytime he sees like a blind person <laughs> or like a person in a wheelchair, you like make fun of them. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? No. Right? So. I just have a very mean-spirited host, and he's doing that to me now. And uh, I don't like it, frankly. I don't like it. I don't like what he's doing. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, 
So subscribe to the Patreon if you want to see, uh, or if you want to listen to like uh, people getting bullied. Yeah, disabled people being bullied by <laughs> my co-host, my very rude and insensitive co-host. That's gonna get taken out of context at some point. Well, good. You deserve <laughs> you deserve to be be cancelled and shamed. <laughs> you deserves it, folks. Right. Uh, the next thing I want to say is the music. Yeah. It's just the most generic and like. Uh, it's not based on being the best song for the moment. It's just okay. like a surface level pattern match based on like the uh, the words being said. Okay. Yeah. So let me give you an example. Yeah. Have you seen the movie Army of the Dead? No, but I've heard about it. What have you heard? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you telling me about it, but I so it's it. it's directed by Zack Snyder. Yes. And. Uh, so it's a zombie movie. Yeah. There's uh, some... Okay, well, we, we don't have to get into the specifics, right? Right. But there's a point in the movie where he plays the song Zombies uh, by, uh, by the, the Cherries, right? Uh, oh, the Cranberries. The cranberries yes. Yeah. I was going to call them the Cherries. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And that song is a song about like... Zombie. Zombie. Uh, like drug addiction. Zombie. Yeah. Because like... Uh, I don't know. Wherever this band was in time, there was like a drug problem... And yeah. there was a lot of people that they were so high on drugs they walked around like they were zombies. Yeah. So this is a song about, you know, <laughs> uh, drugs, right? Yeah. And Zack Snyder just heard the word zombies and he was like, "Fuck yes, dude! <laughs> it's going in my zombie movie." <laughs> in the same way, I just think that's how every music or every song was chosen <laughs> for this. They're like, "All right, so we need a hero. What can we choose?" I need a hero. Yeah. <laughs> that's precisely it, right? <laughs> And uh, I want to contrast this with the John Wick uh, yeah. movies that we've been doing uh, recently on Patreon. Yeah. And we did an episode, not last week, the week before, right? Yeah. The the John Wick music is exceptional. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it is. They, they, and, well, I guess they don't use, like, music with lyrics in them, right? It's just, like, usually, like, techno or, like, yeah. dance. So, yeah. I guess that kind of plays a part. But uh, they just choose the best song for what's happening yeah. Instead of trying to be like, all right, so in in the song they say these words and something similar to those words are happening <laughs> on screen. Let's just <laughs> put it together, right? Yeah. It's yeah. I just found every single song <laughs> in this movie to be extremely basic, and uh, yeah, yeah. There's there's quite a bit of the uh, not well the soundtrack, but like specifically the what's the background soundtrack called? Like the score. Yeah, the score. There's quite a oh. bit of a score that's based on Mario game music. Yeah, I guess, yes. Yeah, yes, and yes. that's, it, it, again, it's the whole nostalgia thing where it's like, uh, oh, hey, this guy's doing this thing. Let's do, do, do this. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Was that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, Bowser, when uh, he's uh, playing the piano. All right, yeah. yeah, sure, sure, sure. I, I, I'm just speaking about the like inserted music, not yeah. the, not so the like background music. I'm just rocking that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, your thoughts? Yeah, I, I personally enjoyed it quite a lot because I'm a sucker for those references. All right. <laughs> 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 when you get home, you cook your. Yourself a nice roast <laughs> with lots of references on the side, <laughs> and you, you really tuck into those references. That's what you love. Yeah. <laughs> mm. anyway. Like, um, 
the blue shell is a great example where he took it off his back and he threw it and I was like oh he did the thing from the game how cool is that right (laughs) it's not that he threw the blue shell it's the manner in which it was introduced (laughs) that I had a problem with yeah I get that Uh, if uh, again it's not the reference it's just the manner in which it It was was like shoehorned and like (laughs) (laughs) just thrust in your face oh this is a reference you know a reference right yeah but anyway carry on yeah it it was just I I enjoyed it good move Mm. yeah (laughs) you have like a whole page of notes and that's the only thing you've said (laughs) what what is written there I've actually got about four pages of notes (laughs) what's written there it's mostly stuff we've already talked about oh like um, yeah there's there's kind of genuine general just thoughts about the movie and uh, <laughs> how Bowser genocides piranha plants on multiple occasions. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was going to say it's just four pages of uh, jokes about disabled people, <laughs> oh and you were you've been waiting to try shoe on them in, in any chance you get. Like, uh, hmm, who can I make fun of this uh, uh, today? What? What? Where can we find a cripple that I can make fun of? Yeah. But anyway. Oh, actually. There was one thing, mm. and I know people aren't gonna like this because mm. it's about Bowser, mm. right? But I just, for me, he strikes me as someone that's like an incel almost, <laughs> where he's just like, he's he he wants this girl, she doesn't want him back, so he does everything he can possibly to get this girl. Does that make sense? Yeah. It does, but... 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 Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the only thing that I didn't like about the but movie. But he... Okay. Can I just speak about Bowser? Yeah, I'll go for it. He's not threatening. Yeah. There's well, no... There's the bit right at the beginning when they capture all the penguins and he destroys their whole city with his fire breath. But that's that's really about it. I think sure. But but what I'm saying is, at no point do we think Mario's gonna lose. No. There's no like tension. Yeah. Which is why, uh, you know, we go back to my original point. This is kind of like a movie for babies. It. I, I'm like, assuming it's a kids movie. I'm not saying kids movie. I'm saying for babies. For babies, like toddlers, like three, four years old. Okay. Not like a nine, ten year old kid. Okay. Because, like, there's no tension, there's no conflict. It's yeah. like they think a kid would see that and become upset because, like, <laughs> Bowser's being too mean <laughs> or something. Like, like, you know, there are lots of children's movies that have, like, um, you know, like, jokes that will go over, like, children's heads that are, yeah. you know, for the adults watching with them. Yeah. This movie, I'm saying babies. Okay. That's the... Uh, Actual babies. Yeah, that's how I I felt. Okay. But <laughs> that's fair. I I think it's for like people in the like maybe the twenty to thirty, right? Oh no! I'm again. This is the okay. same thing we were saying about Star Wars, right? I'm not yeah. saying people can't watch and older people yeah. can't watch and enjoy this. Yeah. I'm saying the people who made this. Yeah. When they were making it, they intended it for. Yes, their intended audience was kids. Yeah. I'm not saying older people can't watch and enjoy it. That can't, you know. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. That's and again, that's my opinion. I'm not saying that is how it happened. Maybe they were thinking about twenty to thirty year olds. Yeah. 
right? I'm just saying from my yeah, from my point of view, it's the Jedi who are evil. <laughs> Listeners, he doesn't know what that means. That's from <laughs> it's from Revenge of the Sith. He, does, he has no idea what I do. <laughs> he, he thinks this is from a KFC ad <laughs> or something. He, he doesn't know what this is a reference to. Yeah, it's just I don't know if they would still shoehorn in the references if mm. it was for specifically kids because the kids wouldn't. Oh yes, those. yes, yes, yes. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Well, but I mean, you know what I was saying about they want the parents to take the kids. Yeah. The kids see the movie, and then they'll remember the stuff when they play the game. Yeah. So that that guess, you know brand yeah. management. It's it, <laughs> so it works on two levels for. It it would make sense for it to be for both because yes, twenty yes, to yes. thirty year olds have young already kids. played it and they yes yeah. sure fair enough yeah uh, but but the reason I said that there's no conflict there's no tension is because like Bowser just kind of gives up yeah <laughs> at the end like this very... the uh, that whole plot could be resolved by just like chatting to him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know like if this guy went to therapy <laughs> Bowser went to therapy. <laughs> Dinosaur guy <laughs> in a therapist's office. <laughs> Poke holes in the yeah couch in the though. couch. Wow. <laughs> he burnt the the tissues <laughs> because he burped. <laughs> anyway, this is, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. If there was like danger, if there was like tension, yeah. Uh, and most kids' movies have this, right? Yeah. This it was just like. Uh, and even, no, not just with Bowser with like Luigi and Mario <laughs> it's uh, Luigi loves Mario it's not like the easy like way to go like around that uh, would be like Luigi is tired of living in Mario's shadow yeah. and you're like when they split up he's like I'm gonna do it on my own but yeah. he was just like <laughs> I'll wait for Mario to come yeah. and save me yeah. uh, stuff like that it's like there's no characterization yeah uh, Princess Peach uh, you know uh, also well I guess she it was a good idea not to make her get like kidnapped, kidnapped yeah, <laughs> and be a damsel in distress right yeah. uh, because it's like it sends a bad message yeah. to kids that like women are always in trouble and uh, boys need to be like the hero and save them from uh, a dinosaur man <laughs> therapy <laughs> bless you Thank you. Yes, uh, but uh, from Jack Black in a dinosaur suit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, but isn't that woke? I... So you're telling me a woman gets kidnapped by a dinosaur, and I'm supposed to do nothing. The loony left once. <laughs> Your princess to be with the, oh, <laughs> a fire-breathing dinosaur, and you just. Let it happen. You're not supposed to go save. Uh, <laughs> that's what the loody left wants. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, I think he's a turtle. Is he a turtle? Yeah, because uh, Mario says, "I'll get you a turtle when you come visit me in Brooklyn." And then at the end, when they force him to eat the the Lim- small shroom, yeah. he becomes small, and he's like, "Here you go. Here's a turtle." Or I, I guess he's because all the his minions are turtles. The Koopas. Yeah. Yes. What happened to the mushroom guys? I mean, not mushroom guys. They're like... Aren't the Koopas the, like, uh, brown... Yeah. Small guys? Well, not... No, those are Goombas. Goombas? Yes. All right. 
We, did we see Goombas in this movie? Very briefly. I don't recall them. Yeah. <laughs> Bowser gave like this big speech to his entire army, and he's like, the Koopas, the Goombas, oh. and whatever those things are. Right. And those things get very sad. So I guess he could be... Well, not... He's like a more evolved turtle. Yeah, basically. Or a devolved turtle than is a dinosaur. Maybe. Well, the reason well, I'm saying dinosaur is because well, we haven't done it yet, but in the 1993 Mario Brothers movie, the plot, yeah. <laughs> the, the plot set up for that movie is that like reality split into two yeah. many years ago and uh, one world, dinosaurs became the like uh, the, dominant race. the dominant race and in the other world, humans became the dominant race and, and Bowser's. And Bowser's <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they go... Through like a you know a pipe or whatever, and they go to the the dinosaur world, and Bowser's the person in charge. Yeah. So <laughs> that's the you know. Yeah. That's why I'm calling him a dinosaur. <laughs> okay. And he also looks like a dinosaur. Well, but he he breathes fire, which is like a dragon thing. Yeah, it is a very dragon thing. So, yeah, it's like a dinosaur dragon type situation. But again, these are all like uh, reptile. Yeah. Things. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, do you have anything else? Uh, anything else? Mm, not really. I mean, just good movie. Mm. In my opinion. Fair enough. Number? Uh, probably a seven, to be honest. Alright, I give it a five. Okay. Mm. Why the oh. five? Huh? Why the five? Because of everything that I've said <laughs> okay, <fair laughs> prior, prior to this. <laughs> it's good visuals, but uh, the plot and uh, its silliness and uh, yeah. the voice acting are all very poor. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Mm. Um, this, there's another thing I wanted to say. <laughs> Which, it, this is the thing. As, as we're speaking, you know, other things come to my head and I never wrote it down. So yeah. I can't like just refer back and be like, yeah, um, Bowser being an incel. Yeah. Yes. If he did a mass shooting, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like. Well, he destroyed a penguin city. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He's the villain. Yeah. He should be doing a mass shooting. <laughs> he should be, you know. Um, and and oh yes, that that's what I was gonna say. They could have, you know, when I said there's no tension, there's no yeah anything. So for Bowser has some kind of spy. Yes. With the mushroom people. Yes. Because he knows. You know, Mario came in and... Uh, yeah. Like, he knows things that are going on in the Mushroom Kingdom. Yes. So, if another, like, good, like, uh, thing they could have done was having, like, exposing a spy. Yeah. Or something like that. You know, something interesting. But, like... <laughs> they could have had, like, a, a secondary toad. Not, like... Toad himself. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, not toad. Well, I guess... can't be toad. Their species are called toads. And his name is Toad. Yeah, I guess. Human named human. Yeah. But there are people named human. So... (laughs) (laughs) So, Well, it's more like a surname. I've heard people with surnames human. Yeah. But, uh, still. (laughs) So, anyway... Your name is the name of the race. (laughs) 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 Anyway, carry on. Because Toad is canonically Princess Peach's, like, personal bodyguard, basically, right? So... Realistically, they'd yeah. want to keep it that way. Yeah, but I mean, it didn't have to be Peach. It could have been anyone. Yeah. That's the spy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They could have like a secondary toad. That yes. Alright. Yeah. <sighs> Alright. Well, I'm just trying to think. <laughs> Anything else? 
Yeah, well, that's it. And I think we're in good time. The time is hour 15. Yeah. So a lot less than we usually do. Yeah, that is true. Uh, recommendations? Recommendations. Oh, I knew I was forgetting something. Hmm. I did watch something the other day, but I don't remember. So I'll quickly put that up. So this is the thing. Yeah. Uh, I've been mentioning, I listened to a podcast called Blank Check. Yes. Uh, And last week we, uh, uh, I missed the movie. Okay. Or uh, I hadn't watched it before we recorded. Yes. So I caught up in some movie called Trance. Okay. Uh... I think you did briefly say Yeah, I, I said I was going to watch Trance. And yeah. then, now that I've watched it, it's, it's a bizarre movie. Okay. Potentially Danny Boyle's worst movie. Oh, okay. It's... Every ten minutes, there's a twist. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just... It's just... It's Twist City, bro. <laughs> they just... Um, I just found it so... <sighs> there's nothing to, like, grab onto. Yeah, because uh, in in the next few minutes you're going to be finding something out that's gonna, <laughs> you know, change your whole perspective on this shit. So yeah. like, I was just, it was just, you know, twist after twist. Yeah, I just found it not good. Okay. Yeah. Um, although, although you do see full frontal nudity of Rosario Dawson. So oh. you know, if you're a pervert. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be taken out of context. Well, that is the context. I am a pervert. <laughs> I don't know. Are you taking that out of context would <laughs> make it seem like I'm a good person? <laughs> that would be out of context. <laughs> anyway. Uh, and then after Trance, I watched this week's episode because a little peek behind the curtain. We are recording on Tuesday, not, uh, <laughs> not, Sunday, not on like Sunday. Usually. Yeah, so um, this week's episode was Steve Jobs. Okay. Which uh, I think it might be Danny Boyle's best movie. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> which, and a few weeks ago I said it was Sunshine. Yeah. So that's why I'm, I'm, I haven't decided yet, but I'm, it's between Steve Jobs and Sunshine where I'm like, mm, wow. Yeah, but he was like kind of brought in to work on it. Okay. Like, uh, it's really the main, like, driving force is a guy, his name is, uh... Fuck, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> his name is Fuck, what's his name? Uh, no. Okay, uh, Sorkin, Aaron Sorkin. Okay. So do you know who that is? No. <sighs> he became, well, he's a writer, but he became famous for a TV show in the 90s called The West Wing. Okay. Which, have you ever heard of that? No. So... It's a political TV show, but this guy is very, uh, he's a dipshit. He has very, a limited understanding of politics at best, right? Okay. And his like kind of writing style is, uh, you know, people saying something very clever. Okay. So you see like people in, in, in his shows and in his movies, you have people in like debates. Okay. And someone will say something mad, you'll be like, blah, 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 blah. And the other person, (laughs) without having to think, will just go... Blah, 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 blah. Something equally brilliant, right? Uh So that's why uh, a lot of his uh, movies and TV shows, what stands out is the dialogue. Yeah. Because, like, one person will say something amazing and the other person will have, like, an equally amazing response and they'll just go back and forth. Okay. So I really like that 
kind of interplay between his <laughs> you know his characters and like uh, the tempo he moves at uh, yeah. but his politics are very dumb <laughs> right awful okay. uh, so he wrote the social network okay right which was a very massive success yeah cruelly lost the oscar to something dumb I can't remember what <laughs> mouse okay in 2010 probably i think the artist I, I know, know it doesn't matter it doesn't matter right yeah so he wanted to run it back and do it another like figure yeah so the, obviously the facebook corner is mark zuckerberg yeah. <laughs> but uh, right. he he wanted to do a steve jobs type thing yeah and they couldn't get david fincher back who did the social network okay. so they brought in danny boyle yeah and so watching steve jobs and uh, the social network. social network yeah provides a very good contrast of like how different directors styles enhance this guy's uh his you know dialogue. his dialogue and his uh I don't know uh, yeah yeah dialogue yeah. right or just his writing in general yeah. and I think social network might be a better movie but okay. I prefer Steve Jobs much more okay it was just a I think he was better acted <laughs> I think uh yeah just Danny Boyle's kind of uh filming style yeah uh suits it more or not suits it more just uh, i found it more enjoyable okay and uh yeah yeah steve jobs himself huge piece of shit yeah uh listen i in certain cases i don't mind mocking the dead yeah i just want to put that on record for the listeners okay right uh you know there might be times where i say oh that's in poor taste you know mocking yeah. a dead person the difference being i think evil people bad people deserve to be mocked very reasonable so like if uh, a war criminal killed themselves i would celebrate that yeah that doesn't mean i'm uh, in support of like suicide and self harming yeah. you know uh, yeah. i'm in support of a bad person <laughs> you know it's it's kind of one of those like what's what's the saying it's like a thin line to walk or something between not really it's it's just one there's, of those there's there's any unequivocally bad people in the world. Yes, of course. Yeah. So, uh, I don't view it as like a yeah. But some people would be viewing it. Right. But anyway, this guy Steve Jobs. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. <sighs> he had an entirely treatable form of cancer. And he he didn't, didn't, he didn't get yeah. the treatment. He, <laughs> he like this dipshit just assumed he was smarter than everyone else, right? Yeah. All the doctors telling him, "Oh, you can just get this treatment." And he got this like juice. Oh. He went on like a juice cleanse. Oh, nice. And, and, did it and he died. <laughs> <laughs> he was fucking idiot, bro. <laughs> he drank juice and died. <laughs> he, he smoothed himself to death. Oh my. But God. yeah, I just don't understand how people view him as like a brilliant. Yeah. Well, it was I'm assuming it was the whole like innovation in What innovation? I don't know some sort of self-evolving innovation cuz I think I think the iPhone was the first phone to have like a a full touchscreen thing yes that's kind of mentioned in this movie yeah, yeah. right so Apple in like the 90s his predecessor yeah uh they put out a phone or whatever or I forget what they called I want to call them a PDA but oh yeah I, I know what you're talking about yeah. right uh It's like a you have a stylus and you yeah. tap. Yes. Right? And Steve tells him at the end of the movie like 
you don't need a stylus. You have five styluses on your <laughs> on your hand. <laughs> so like, yeah, I get that, but it's like everything he says and does, like any other person could do. Yeah, it just doesn't seem. <sighs> All right, what is the the basis of left wing theory? Uh, I don't know. It's like I I was gonna say wokeism. But I don't think it is. The work is only means of production. Yes, okay. In one sense, that's it, right? Right. Why? Because we believe that the people who do the work are the people that are, you know, should are the people who should reap the rewards. Yes. As opposed to somebody... Uh, like, who, for example, Steve Jobs. Who, like, puts in the money yeah. and then, uh, for whatever reason, they get all the profits. Yes. Right? For example, Steve Jobs. Yes. So yes. the right wing believes... Ownership is what capitalism. Yes. Yeah. Ownership is what uh, decides the profits. Yes. The left wing uh, says that work working is what decides the profits. Yes. And if you go through this guy's life, he's always had other people, better people, <laughs> do do the work, and he just like takes credit or like. Yeah. Uh, so in the movie, to like justify himself, he says, I- "I'm the conductor. You are." a you know a good player and you play your role but yeah. I'm, the, I'm the one you know <laughs> conducting. conducting keeping everyone in check pretty much yes yeah but that's dumb because yeah. <laughs> the conductor is also part of the orchestra yeah that's a cog it's not it's not the whole thing yes if there was no conductor they could still play yeah it wouldn't be you know precisely perfect but they're all musicians. They could get a tune going. Yeah. They could. <laughs> They'd be able to yes. play comfortably. Yes. Yeah. Which, so in this guy's way of trying to explain how he adds value to the world, <laughs> he showed <laughs> what a dipshit he is. <laughs> oh, but the thing is, that's Sorkin's dialogue. I don't know if Steve Jobs actually yeah. said that, but uh, it would be very funny. Yeah. Anyway. All right. <sighs> Total dipshit. I just, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I can't get over it. Well, you know, like Kanye West. Yeah. Whenever he's like, you know, he always says like, "I'm the new Walt Disney. I'm the new Steve Jobs." Yeah. But like, well, him, uh, like Elon Musk as well. Yeah. Elongated Musk crash. <laughs> <laughs> he's another person I just don't understand. How you, as a sober-minded person, can look at them and say, "This is an inspirational figure and yeah. not an idiot." Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> sorry, sorry for going off on a. On a tangent, a little bit of a tangent there. Yes. Uh, Minor tangent. Your recommendations, you said. Um, so, <laughs> recently, I watched this TV show. Right. Alright, I'm going to slap you. <laughs> okay, then let's not do that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was a rough week, so I went back to my comfort movie, mm. How to Train Your Dragon. Mm. Very nice. My favorite movie of all time. Mm. Yeah. And but, that was that was really about it. Yeah, I'm just looking at my uh, yeah. what I watched for the week, and that's basically it. Yeah, but uh, I do want to recommend a TV show. All right. Uh, I really think it's going to change the game okay. if more people watch it. It's called Kaleidoscope. Oh, oh wow! So okay. it depends on the order in which you watch it, right? Okay. Yeah. You get a different uh, outcome. Okay. Or it changes your perspective. Wow. So. That's my recommendation. I just, uh, I think the listeners should listen to watch, watch it, you know. Yeah. Uh, it, it sounds like a real game changer. And I've definitely watched it. I'm not just. 
doing some nonsense here. No, 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 no. I've definitely watched it. And I, I, I stand by this recommendation. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I've, always, I've had a very busy week at work and such. So, yeah. Uh, it's only those two movies that I watch like on Sunday. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I think we're done. Well, yeah. yeah. So, thank you for listening. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, give a like, etc. You know, all the things. Yeah. All and importantly it needs to be a five star review yes you know in these previous weeks I've been saying you give us a four a 4.5 you're fucking dead to me or you know yeah. whatever I mean to be saying like 4.5s and below because <laughs> imagine it's like you give us a, a zero star I'm like yeah fair enough you know, that, that, that's how you feel 4.5 you son of a bitch <laughs> No, but seriously, if you give us a 4.5, I will break into your house. Okay. I'll go to your book or DVD collection and rearrange them in a way that only makes sense to me. I'm not even saying it's like uh, in how I like. I'm just going to... I say every place I break into will be rearranged in a different way. So, yes, give us a 4.5 at your own peril. Imagine you just come home and you're like, all right, let me just go the first DVD in my collection because that's my favorite and you pull it out and you're like what the fuck is this <laughs> that's what will happen to you <laughs> there will be consequences for 4.5 review mark my words but again zero enough that's just that's a zero star review that's just how you feel 4.5 <laughs> it's the movie taken <laughs> the movie taken will happen to you and yes I might steal one of those books or DVDs who's to say <laughs> I might rearrange them and uh, you know take one just you steal like the second one in a trilogy mm, and then mm. it's it's over you, yes you have to get a new book or a new DVD or you could give us a five star review yeah your choice <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yes and uh, importantly oh wait no, no, no sorry sorry doing the wrong order yeah uh, another piece of advice or constructive criticism uh, I got when I was sending out the things is my friends thought I was sending like a a spam link oh. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, it's so this is our URL yes p-a-i-c-i-p dash pod dot github g-i-t-h-u-b dot i-o forward slash site yes which is a perfectly reasonable <laughs> URL, right? Yes. GitHub is a it's a it's like a repository for code. Yes. So if I'm at work, uh-huh. I do my work, I will commit my changes to GitHub. Yeah. Then if I come home, I can download those changes from GitHub and I can work on it at home. Yeah. That's uh, you know one of the services people use and GitHub has a a feature called GitHub Pages, which allows you to host like very basic website. Yeah. So that's what I use to <laughs> to host the site, yeah. right? But that URL looks very suspicious. Suspicious. Yeah. So yeah, I think I'm just gonna get a URL okay. that's like paysup.com. Yeah. Or paysuppod.com. Oh, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure out. The point being, people were very uh, hesitant to click on the link I sent. Yes. Mm. But we promise it's not a virus. Yeah, it's not a virus that you know about. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, if the virus is our voices, then yes, <laughs> there is a virus. <laughs> the only virus is your thoughts getting infected mm. by our thoughts. Yeah. So anyway, on that pacep-pod.github.io forward slash site, you'll find uh, our various social media links yeah. and the links to all our DSPs yeah. like uh, Spotify, Apple Music. Apple. <laughs> <laughs> You just stopped at one. You're like, yeah, that's good enough. I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I was doing some reading this week. Apparently, uh, iTunes slash Apple podcasts are very important. Yeah. That's where the majority of people listen to podcasts. Are. Yeah. So, yeah, our listeners on those devices, you're our soldiers on the front line. <laughs> We're in a war, goddammit. <laughs> we need your help. Five star reviews. Four point five will execute the, <laughs> some, some friendly fire. <laughs> Four point five review will be met with friendly fire. Executed for desertion. <laughs> yes, you're you're deserting us, right? <laughs> so especially well, on every platform, rate, review, subscribe, etc. Yeah. But uh, do all the good stuff. But if you're on iTunes or whatever, is. Is it iTunes or is it Apple Podcasts? I can't remember. I think it's Apple Podcasts. All right, whatever. You guys really need to do it. Yeah. All right. Do it extra. Do it extra. Yeah. Other accounts and yes, yes. Leave more reviews. The next thing is tell a friend. Yeah. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell your friend's friend to tell their friends. Make a new friend and then tell them. Yeah. Get in a long-term relationship with somebody, <laughs> <laughs> and then threaten to leave them if they don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> If you're already in a long-term relationship, then you can start that one now. Mm. Threaten to leave. <laughs> Straight away. Unless they listen. Right. Mm. Mm. What else? <laughs> Should have prepared this better. Um, well, that's it. Patreon. Ah, yes. On our DSPs, you will find a link to Patreon. Yes. Which is the... Where you will find bonus content. Yeah. You can subscribe for five dollar dues a month. Five whole dollar dues. And that's not Australian dollars. I was just <laughs> <laughs> I was making a joke from The Simpsons. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I'm realizing people might uh, uh, what's the word confuse that for dollars and kangaroos. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think we're done. All right. All right. Au revoir.